plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Selling with Love podcast. This is your host, Jason Mark Campbell. I have three important messages for you to take as you listen to this episode, and they're going to come with a unique set of stories that I want you to apply within your own business to see if it can allow you to make some certain little shifts that can enhance the amount of sales that you're making, perhaps enhance the level of focus that you have, and make customers a little happier and maybe yourself a little happier about doing the business yourself. And it starts with walking into one of those gas station markets, right? So I've been recently in Canada taking my partner into various areas such as Quebec City, Montreal, and I'm filming this within a studio that we rented here in Niagara Falls. Of course, we're going to go see the waterfalls, but I did this because we have a big webinar and I wanted to have a great setup so we can have a great experience with some of the clients that we're serving. Now, on the way here, we had to fill up with gas. And as such, I went into the gas station and it was a six hour drive to get from Ottawa to Niagara Falls. And yes, I do appreciate coffee. I really love coffee. As someone who doesn't smoke, doesn't drink, I decided, well, guess what? There's one thing I'm going to still do, and that is the coffee. So for all of you wildfitters, I do apologize if this is slightly offensive to you, but I've decided to choose my poison. That is coffee until further notice. Researchers showed the benefits. Research has shown how terrible it is for you. I enjoy the taste. I decided to make it something that I absolutely appreciate and enjoy. So enough about coffee, but still the point here is I walk into this gas station, I fill up the tank, and of course they're selling some coffee in this supermarket amongst many other things. So I grab a bottle of water and I wonder if I should grab a coffee, but assuming that I'm in this mini mart convenience store and they have this pot of coffee, my thoughts here are, is this coffee going to be any good? Now, if you're anybody who started really an appreciation for coffee, you start becoming a little, call it snobbish, or you know the whole expression of ignorance is bliss. While you just drink coffee regularly with no attention to detail, any coffee will do if you're looking for that caffeine hit. But the moment you start to discover the nuances of better coffee, the normal coffee starts to be just a little disappointing. So although coffee was available, although I was craving for coffee, I do not make the purchase at the convenience store. And this is really a reinforcement of us when we're going out there, we're setting up our target market, we're doing our market research, we're picking an ideal client avatar, and we start thinking of what do we want to offer. And so many times we're trying to offer so many different things to so many different people that a customer who potentially would have a need will not decide to do business with you because you're so unfocused on what is your core offer that it is perceived that the offers that you do have are not going to be of any quality. They're going to be a convenience, like a convenience store. And as such, until you've built up the capacity and volume to be able to serve multiple needs for multiple clients, it would be actually more interesting for you to actually get a little more focus so that people, when they come to you with a specific problem, they know that you are the best to solve that problem for them. Yes, you could go out there and open a convenience store, but one of the problems that exists with that is you're going to be competing with existing business models that have quite a high volume, low level of personalization and high scalability model that might be more efficient than you. 
might have more experience than you. And especially at the early stages, it's almost like saying, I'm going to create a superstore, but I have to compete with the logistical advantages of Walmart. And then even Walmart has to compete with the logistical advantages of Amazon and so on and so forth. So unless you're doing business at a scale that really has a big vision and is going to have a competitive advantage in pricing, volume, distribution, it becomes much better to be laser focused because people will get blind to what you do well. And here's the interesting part. Imagine that in that convenience store, they actually went out of their way to buy local premium freshly roasted coffee. I still wouldn't have bought it because my attention wasn't drawn to that. Instead, I put in some gas where they made low profit margin. I bought a bottle of water, which I'm sure they made a decent margin. And I walked out without making that coffee purchase. So that is very interesting to note. And so if you've ever had any hesitation with going so specific in your niche, Use this as a reminder that if you are not specific at the beginning, it will be hard for people to want to do business with you. Which brings me to the next shop that I dropped into. Now, if you're into coffee like me, you don't look on Google Maps for a coffee shop. No, 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 no. Coffee shops just don't cut it once you go down this path. It's a slippery slope, I have to admit, because coffee shops now are just not good enough. So you have to start searching for something more specific you have to look for coffee roasters. And as such, you find the people and the shops that actually will roast the coffee on location. And being someone that was really looking for the best cup, I know that a freshly roasted coffee will make a big difference in the quality of the experience. And so if you find a roaster, you're into a better experience. So people who have found that niche of becoming coffee roasters, if they put that in their bio, in their name, this is how I will find them as a client who will be buying beans, buying coffee and spending more for that premium coffee experience. And I walked into a shop in Ottawa, which was called Opulence Coffee. This was a very interesting thing. I walk in, it had 300 five-star reviews on Google. And I'm thinking, whoa, something must be either fake or something special is going on here. And I walk in and there's a man in a three-piece suit, jacket off, looking dapper. And I enter the shop, there is only one thing. The roasting machine, a coffee machine, and a little bar where you can stand. And then there's somebody who's ahead of me who goes ahead and asks, oh, do you sell any sandwiches here or do you sell anything else? And the man boldly and confidently says, no, sir, we do one thing and we do it amazingly. We make the best coffee. And we do not provide seating. We do not provide Wi-Fi. We want you to have the experience just like in the good old days where you take a moment, you sip your coffee, and you have conversations human to human. And this is what I'm here to do. So would you be interested in a coffee? Let me know what kind. And I will serve you the absolute best cup of coffee you will ever have. Bold claim, right? And a level of confidence. And I'm sitting behind this person and I'm thinking, I am definitely in the right place. And lo and behold... I walk to the counter and the gentleman salutes. I order two long espressos, doubles, for myself and my partner. And the man even suggests the fact that he's got an amazing mix. He knows how to do the long black. Actually, he's the one who specified if I wanted it to be short or long. And he served it to me in a cup that was actually preheated to ensure that it was the optimal, amazing experience. And so here, with the power of focus and doing one thing and one thing right, 
This gentleman has been operating an amazing coffee roastery where he gets to export his beans to major restaurants and goes and boldly claims about being the best coffee. He even was as far as to talk about another coffee chain where I praised their coffee and he said, if you've enjoyed their coffee, you will absolutely love the one that I have because it is just that much better. Why? Because this is the only thing I do. I know I do it right. I continuously push to make it the absolute best. And here, not only was it someone that was building an incredible product, but also was confident in being able to communicate it. And so with the power of focus, you don't just have to pick that niche and pick that ideal client and focus on that one product. But once you do that, you become the best at it. And you can actually feel confident because you become competent at doing that one thing. If you can't do the one thing right, we have no business in doing thousands of things. That power of focus makes you very appealing to the market because if someone out there is looking for any kind of product and service and you've just focused on that one piece of the puzzle and you just become the best at it, you stand a better chance of standing out in the marketplace than being a convenience store because what gives you that personal edge will be the personalized experience and the level of expertise and passion that you have for that one thing. So remember that. There's an old saying, which is the final point I want to make for today which is an expression that you might have used in the past that doesn't seem so applicable today, which is build it and they will come. And you might think in the case of this opulence coffee shop, which by the way, I'm not being paid to do a promo, but it was so good. I left the five-star review as well. And I'm talking about it on the show here. So for any of you in Ottawa, definitely go check this out. Build it and they will come is not enough. See, it's actually the minimum requirement Build it great, and now you're at the starting gate to actually get into business. Because if you go out there without having built a great product, and you start going out there to market yourself and to sell yourself with a mediocre offer, then at this point, you're actually going to have maybe people that walk in, but they might not be continuously coming back because you cut corners on building it excellently. In the case of this coffee shop, Yes, they had an amazing product, but it was not enough. The man himself had made sure that there was proper marketing, branding, and himself had a vast amount of experience in creating experiences within the hotel industry, which he translated into creating the experience within his coffee shop. And so it's not as simple as build it and they will come. Build it great is your minimum requirement and make sure you're excited about advertising, marketing yourself, and selling yourself confidently. That man was unapologetic about selling himself with a good reason. I will be coming back to that coffee shop. I will be buying more and I'm going to be speaking about it. I will never return to the convenience store and I will never speak about specifically which one it was because it was just convenient for me. A convenient customer doesn't come back, but a loyal one that you've wowed specifically will be a repeat customer, which is easier to resell to. You don't need to market it again. And so remember, don't go for everything at once. Do not be the convenience store. Stay focused. When you are focused, build an amazing product. And once you've done that, do not be shy to be confident, be bold and market yourself and let the world know you're out there to provide the best. And of course, keep selling with love. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.